You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Everyone ready? Hi, this is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. I am Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth, and we're here at Thistle House. (laughs) (laughs) How many places have we been since we started this podcast? Oh, well, not enough, apparently. Uh, Yeah, we need to at least move one more. (laughs) Right. We need that Patreon pump in. Change the computer setup again. Yeah, Yeah, Michael's invited us over for a little jingle jangle tonight. (laughs) Hey, we got to follow up on a a poll. We did a poll. (laughs) I forgot about the poll. (laughs) We did a poll, okay. The the poll was... (sighs) Why will the illustrious one part ways with his new job? The choices were extreme artistic success. That was the lowest <laughs> choice. Oh, uh, little face. The company goes under. This has happened before. Drawing <laughs> on the job was a possibility, but the runaway pick that won 40% of the vote was facial hair violation. Wow. Facial hair violation. Now, the, the real thing, I can only have four choices that I may have missed out on what it's going to be doesn't pass background check. <laughs> you haven't actually got the job yet. <laughs> Last I heard, it was 93% complete, so it's resting on that 7%. They're being, they're being real precise with this. They're looking into a lot of nooks <laughs> and they, crannies. Where did they... They actually have a percentage figured well, out of the, how well, much, well, they've gone from 1977 yeah. to 1994, but there's still a few years <laughs> in the late 90s they're looking at. We're getting into <laughs> some of the aliases he has now. Well, that's where, things down. that's where I'm worried because now it's, it's at Washington County Courthouse, so they're mm-hmm. checking the records there. So I'm thinking back. I don't think I have any issues. We'll see. <laughs> I'm convinced. I really thought it was going to be drawing on the job. Yeah. It really could did. be. Where do I get mm-hmm. to? You just got to keep that facial hair trim and tidy. Although Jared, he did say when I mentioned our our poll, he said you better hope Ryan Reynolds doesn't come out with a new facial hair style. <laughs> <laughs> he will immediately copy it, and then the job is gone. Yeah, I was going to say when he loses it for drawing, we have to have a poll to have people pick what what he was drawing. <laughs> We can just do this forever. Very well, could be Ryan Reynolds. I just watched it. I just watched him today in one of his movies. What was it? Voices. It's disturbing. We'll talk about it. Yeah, great. What are we talking about first here? Okay, Riverdale. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. I don't want to fall into a pattern. Okay, (laughs) what do you want to talk about? Riverdale. Okay. (laughs) Season two, episode two. Nighthawks. Everyone snort a line of jingle jangle and we'll proceed. You don't snort a line of jingle jangle. Mm-hmm. You eat it out of a pixie stick. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> not, not, not us old schools. We snort it. Like, I the watched them do it. Stick. I was like, they're doing it out of pixie sticks. <laughs> now, as a kid, did you ever get talked into snorting a pixie stick? Oh, no. Don't admit to that. Your background check is not done yet. <laughs> they're listening to all the podcasts right now trying to figure out. They're like, we're at 99. Oh, crap. The latest episode, he admits to the Jingle Jangle. <laughs> <laughs> History of Jingle Jangle abuse. Okay. Nighthawks. 
continue the pattern of all of the episodes are named after movies. Remember Nighthawks? Anybody see Nighthawks? Mm-hmm. I recently sure. fast forwarded through Nighthawks. <laughs> the Sylvester Stallone is like, he's like a, you know, some sort of street cop. <laughs> it's not that great. Not terrible. Uh, they made like several movie references throughout the whole thing. We had Scarface, Rain Man, Escape <laughs> from Alcatraz. They do a lot of things on purpose. Those constantly. So how to start? We had the Death Diner got tagged, and uh, I, there I, I am a little bit happy. There was some fallout to <laughs> serving food amidst <laughs> puddles of unclean blood. Like yeah. uh, that's on pops. I mean, yeah. you can't you can't really blame people for being upset about that. Yeah, I I agree. And it, and always start and end with the Jughead voiceover. He's then he goes in. We got the little jingle jangle as he went through the door. <laughs> Uh, we saw Archie slamming energy drinks and making breakfast, running out the door. Oh no, he had to run. He got a phone. He had a phone call. He'd been trying to get a hold of Sheriff Keller because he's got. I can't believe he couldn't get a hold of Sheriff Keller. It's a small well, town, busy. Net community. He's busy covering stuff in Greendale. Halfway through, partway through the episode, he had to go. Is to that Greendale. His, ju- his jurisdiction? I don't know. I was very concerned. I was going to bring that up. Is that in the same county? <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, he's it, it, obviously Greendale and Riverdale are in the same county. Clearly, we we figured that out. You're on to something. Uh, we had Ronnie come home, gave a TTFN to Smithers. <laughs> <laughs> Made her first of many. Did you know that Ronnie's from New York? Yeah, yeah. she said she makes a lot of New York references. She said, uh, "To quote the New Yorker, uh, how about never, Dad? Is never good for you?" <laughs> and she talks about Dakota apartments when he got arrested. The milkshakes at Pops aren't as good as, are, are better than Serendipity Three. Guys, I took some notes this episode. Yeah. I feel woefully, woefully <laughs> unprepared. Like that has a beat by beat breakdown. She would see the therapist on Park Avenue, and I, and I also decided that everybody has daddy issues. If you really think about it. Archie's dad got shot, uh, Veronica's got a bad dad, Juggy's got Skeet Orange going, going <laughs> possibly going to jail uh, for a long time. Cheryl's dad killed her, killed her brother. And so Betty decided that she's going to be point man on Pops. She had to get in on the dad stuff. You know, did we see Betty's dad in this episode? No. No. It was in the first episode. But though. he never spoke, did he? I don't know whether he sp- Yeah. I don't know whether he talked in For the first episode. For someone that, like, had such a Yeah, he had a lot a to part. do. I did think, he's the guy. He's, uh-huh. What color were his dang eyes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Veronica was going to help Betty work on Pops, another B&V team-up. Of course. She have a video game. Mm. There, there was a video game, of course. That's what he's referring to. They go to the police station. Archie and Jughead talk to Sheriff Keller, and he's got... Archie's got flyers with a picture of a guy in a hood. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen this man? His <laughs> blazing green eyes. I was like, what in the world? And, yeah, that's when Sheriff Keller had to go. Yeah, there's a 53 in Greendale. 
Now, I pulled up some information on the... Oh, you know where 53 is? What is it? No, not that, (laughs) but the current incarnation of the Black Hood, but I didn't know if you guys wanted any spoilers. I didn't dwell too deep in it, because I didn't want to spoil. Hashtag 12. 12. (laughs) 12. Uh, But I know a little bit about the Black Hood. Do we want... Do you guys want to just ride the jingle jangle? Yeah, I read the first couple issues when it was okay, rebooted, so, so I, I don't think it spoils too I'm much. not worried about okay. it. Go ahead. Well, I just that he, like in the uh, book, he's disfigured, like some kind of accident happened where he does have blazing green eyes, but oh, do you really? know more about it than I do probably. Uh, just that he, he got, I think it was injured on the job and they gave him painkillers that he got addicted to and just started realizing, you know, being a, being a good cop doesn't get you anywhere, so he starts becoming less and less of a good cop and taking drugs off the street and using them for himself to to, to cover all this pain he's going through and becoming more of a vigilante. Which series is this in? Uh, it's when they rebooted the, the, the Red Circle superheroes as Dark Circle, as like R-rated. There's like F-bombs and stuff in the book. It's just called The Black Hood. Ah. I think there's been... One volume collected in trade paperback, and then they've just kind of restarted a, a second volume here recently. Hmm. So then we had Archie's in his kitchen and, uh, with his baseball bat, and Jughead shows up, and he almost beats him to death. And Archie's freaking out a little bit. He's a little stressed out, getting no sleep. He's seeing the black hood guy everywhere. So, what, uh... Jughead and Betty went and saw Mayor McCoy. Robin Givens is back. And I did. I love how they're like on this like first name basis with all these important people around town. Oh, like, yeah. could you imagine like as a teenager going to the Marriott, the, the mayor in Marietta and be like, listen here, mayor, you need to save our diner. Like, <laughs> I know. I mean, <laughs> that's what the, that is why the show, that's the show. Or, or no, wait a minute. <laughs> that you can like, Yell at them and be like, "If you don't help us out, we're gonna get you." Right? They're like, <laughs> "She's and she." They're both their arguments were ridiculous. She says, <laughs> "What if I endorse pops and turn around, and somebody else gets killed there?" Why would somebody else get killed there? And then hey, Jughead's, all, Jughead's like, oh yeah, well, you remember this moment. You turned your back on Pop <laughs> Tate <did>. and Skeet. <laughs> that was great. I was like, I was like, I'm, gonna, I'm like, are we gonna, are they gonna flash back to this moment? <laughs> yeah, I really thought he was building towards something else there. And it was just like, okay, Jughead. And then, I mean, I just, every little thing about the show is so good. Reggie. We got new Reggie standing there. Here comes, here comes our first appearance of Midge Clump. The Clumpster. He's <laughs> the Clumpster. I'm like, oh man, that's the best nickname ever. Now this was a character that I thought I could really sink my teeth into and I really wanted to see where this was gonna go. Yeah, finally got Midge and here, here, what the heck happened? She wants to buy some Jingle Jangle. You know it. No, meanwhile, just for a, when Reggie's wrapping up there, he, he catches Archie almost looking for some help from the counselor, Miss Burble. Almost. <laughs> Miss Burble, I think was her name. That has to be from the comic, but I was like, I never heard of him. <laughs> he almost got help. But he talked him out of it. He's like, he tells Archie, you look like my nuts after football practice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that's great. See, Archie's like, I, well, 
I need something to, I need to pick me up. Do you have anything? He's like, wait, yeah, I got amphetamines, baclofen, modanophil, jingle jangle. <laughs> I just love that jingle jangle is like the worst. Oh man, they'll keep you up for days in more, in more ways than one. <laughs> so immediately I'm like, okay, so the clumpster wanted to get some jingle jangle for her and moose. Is moose impotent? <laughs> wow. We may not, have not when Kevin's around. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> it, that's, that's the problem. That's exactly, that's exactly <laughs> right. He needed a little jingle jangle to be with the clumpster. <laughs> you know, like, uh, also, everyone catch oh. that, uh, Reggie called Archie Wonderbread. I like that. <laughs> it's a good nickname. It's better, I don't know, it's better or worse than the clumpster. We'll, we'll put out a poll. Uh, let's see. So I want to be in the writers' room when they came up with the clumpster. Yeah. Like I want to uh, know. Oh, that took because I have a theory to that that I can't say on air. <laughs> so Betty reminisces about all the good times at pops, all these moments in her life. Why she she's met, trying to save it when she met Veronica. Well, Veronica freaking... stole Archie from her. It's a great memory. I didn't hear her remember that. She's talking about orange freezes after uh, all over an orange freeze, man. The thing that bugged me the most is Betty never finishes a meal. This is two episodes in a row where they've sat down for a meal, you know, Jughead's eating, and her her burger just went untouched until she gets some burr and is like, I gotta go save Pops, and she runs away leaving a perfectly good hamburger there. Jordan finishes his Lunchables, all the crackers, <laughs> yes. everything. Like, this, you can't you waste that. Waste good, a freaking good Pops, Pops burger, burger. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Or, or if you're you going to do that, have Jughead reach over and take it and yeah. eat it too. Like, the, at least do something with it. You know what else you can get there? You can get chicken noodles after ice skating. It's true. You get grilled cheese last day of summer. Mm, memories. <laughs> so. So if everyone has these amazing memories, just one little murder is going to throw everybody off? I know, that's what I mean. They're like, we're never going there again. And which, cl- saying, which pretty, someone... yeah, pretty much means you're never eating, because that's the only restaurant. <laughs> Not to mention that when the person got shot and Jughead brought all that food to the hospital, they were super excited about it. Yeah, it was no. a real quick like, turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, you're telling me if someone just happened to get murdered in my comic shop, you would just stop coming? You'd like graffiti the windows and stuff? Through no fault of my own. Well, it depends if you try to sell me comic uh, books while there's blood on the floor. Well, I gotta sell the books. <laughs> Death. I'll get around to cleaning up the blood, but we gotta move the merchandise. Death comic shop. Blood on comics? That would be a rare variant. <laughs> Worth millions. So... Juggy decides he's gonna go. Oh, wait, Cliff, what do I got here? <laughs> what? What do we call this right here? Yingling? Yeah, but what? What is this? Tall boy. Tall boy. Juggy goes and talks to tall boy. <laughs> he says, "We gotta bust skeet out, go up Sweetwater River to Canada." And he's like, Just "Yeah." I, I, so when I'm watching this, I had to watch this on my phone because I don't get CW and. I don't want to miss a word, so I've got the closed <laughs> caption on. He, he, so <laughs> Jughead goes, "Well, let's bust him out," and it just says, "Tall boy scoffs." I laughed so hard. He's like, "What you need is a snake handler." Mm-hmm. And we're like, "Ooh, what's that about?" Can't wait to find out. Snake handler. Then we got Josie. She's cheering for the vixens now. Uh, we got, well, but, um, Betty wants the Vixens to help Pops. 
And, you know, Cheryl's not having it. She didn't, did not escape. Which them. they, go on. They passed that, <laughs> like, it was a whole episode last year where Veronica becomes head cheerleader or whatever. Right? Right. And now suddenly she's like, well, are you saying you're taking the vixens from me? And she's like, well, were they really ever yours? And, and that's it. That's it. That's, the shit. that's, <laughs> that's how it. this works. This... Okay. Well, that's just like the pussycat dolls. Like that one member of the band that's constantly getting replaced. <laughs> Evidently doesn't mean shit. Anybody can replace her. We have to. <laughs> Do some more research. What are you talking the about? Cat. The pussycat dolls. <laughs> Jersey and pussycats. Thing. That's Jersey a thing. The These are two doll. different yeah. things. When I say pussycat dolls, yeah. Yeah. well, they're pretty. That's actually three different things. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they're always like down one member. And they're just like, yeah. the Archie game's like, oh, well, I can fill in. Character of the week gets to fill in. Well, song. Cheryl wouldn't have it. She gave her those talented kids and such. See, a I, small I thought you knew a lot about the inner workings of the Pussycat Dolls, <laughs> and you were drawing a parallel. Yeah, to right. Right. I did too. But I realized no, he's he's no. He just screwed up the name. I'm just thinking about milkshakes. So I'm sorry. Cheryl gave him a double cherry on top. No, said so no. And then we cut to a short, very bewildering scene where Mr. Weatherby <laughs> makes an appearance. And announces there's a major announcement about Miss Grundy that he's going to announce to one classroom. <laughs> I actually had to stop. I stopped. I, think about that. I stopped the DVR on this one because I had to look at my wife and I was like, okay, first of all, could you not just say passed away? Like, who does that? I didn't even think about it just being one classroom. Yeah. Yeah. This is all. She was found murdered. Nobody else needs to know. And how did they know it was murder? <laughs> well. Like, I, I don't think police... That's true. Like I mean, it wasn't that pop, so... Uh. <laughs> so, uh... We fit... We get... Juggy goes to the tattoo parlor to see Penny Peabody. She... You know, works for the Serpent Society is what I'm gonna call them. <laughs> and, uh... So for a little quid pro quo, she's going to give him some great information. If you get that family mm-hmm. to not blame Skeet, well, uh, that, that's what I you like, need to do. I like when she said, I know all the loopholes, and there aren't any. <laughs> <laughs> she had a tattoo on her arm, so you yep. knew she was bad. She was legit. Well, that actress looked really familiar. Yeah, I agree. Did anyone know where nope. she's from? Uh-uh. Britt Morgan. Plays Livewire on Supergirl. Oh. So she's on another CW show as a villain. CW likes to Mm -hmm. spread it around. They keep it in the family. So, what did we decide on a couple name for Jughead and Buddy? The internet uh, name is Bughead. Okay, so Bughead, (laughs) go see. I don't particularly like it, but that's the accepted something. Uh, (laughs) They go see. Betty's mom, Miss Cooper, and she says ridiculously, uh, or no, it was maybe it was Archie. I don't even. Know. It was Archie, yeah, because she says you're twitching means this must be serious. It's like you're twitching, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she was the one that had information on Jason's autopsy, so they went to her to see if she can get some info on Miss Grundy's autopsy. So she says she's going to see her ghoulish friend. Yes. 
And then we find out somebody bought Pops, but we don't know what's going on. Just like somebody bought the drive-in, which we know that was the was Hiram Lodge, and they were making it into the some sort of development with with uh, Fred, and then he got shot. And uh, him and Ronnie get in an argument about it, and she's, you know, they talk about the threatening letter, and Hermione make you know pretends that she wrote it to cover for her husband. She makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't she's make just flip flopping all over she the just, place. She just finds out that he said uh, all this terrible stuff about her, and then takes credit for it. Like he's got to have so much dirt on her or something. Like there's got to be something that'll come out later. Because uh, when he was in prison, she had no problem buddying up to Senor Archie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Senor or, Archie. Or, or Fred. Archie or Senior. Fred. Or Fred. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean, Senor Archie. <laughs> from now on, Luke Perry will forever be Senor Archie. Write that down. We have a hashtag. <laughs> okay, so then we get the great, we finally get to go to Thistle House. And, uh, here's, uh, Cheryl answers the door, Hobo, Bride of Hobo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Good. She's my favorite. She welcome, tells them to, she invites them to come in and see Mother in the conservatory. I was like, of course it has a conservatory. It looked like, was it just me or did it just look like a greenhouse with like a dining yeah. room table? It was awesome. It just had plants every, flowers. It's like she's everywhere. poison ivy. They even said that. In yeah. It, you know, uh, they asked for mercy for Skeet. I'm just always going to call him Skeet. She says, nope. So, which again, get- this makes no sense at all. Right. Like, if you think about it, of what actually happened in the background. Like, your husband is the biggest drug dealer, and you're not going to give leniency on this dude that... Yeah, I guess yeah, I guess he did kidnap your son, but your husband killed him. Right. Right. Judge just says, well, he'd extort them if they weren't literally an orphan and a widow. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a heart of gold. It's two for Jughead this episode. So, Mrs. Cooper finds out that... Grundy was killed. Crime of passion. Hatred. No, no fourth century. So they knew her. Hmm. Reggie wears a hood, scares the crap out of Archie, and gets. Yeah, I, I never did understand why he had the hood on. It's a prank. It's a <laughs> joke, dude. Reggie fundamentally misunderstands what a prank is. <laughs> Reggie just doesn't quite grasp, you know, yeah. what a, oh, a funny little prank. He's like, like let's dress you... up like the guy that shot my dad. Right. He's like, like that... well, if I was him, what, what were we going to do? Tackle me? Yeah. Like, wait, this guy's got a gun. That would have only even been more funnier if Senor Archie would have died. That would have been hilarious. Yep. <laughs> so now Archie's thinking he needs a gun. So then we oh, find Reggie, out Reggie stirring, yep, stirring it up. Reggie. Reggie's selling drugs and getting people to buy guns. Um, we find out the weapon was the cello bow. Did they actually say that, or did he just imagine it to be that? No, no, no it, it was said. It was yeah. said. Okay. Yeah, and. But he doesn't say anything. He did, at the time. He's like, "Oh crap, that's the bow I gave her." Because Char- Archie's like, "This is all connected." Yeah, Austin. Everything, everything is is it's about all, me in this it's world. All has to do with me. 
And it's like a normal teenager. Pops tells Betty and Jughead that he's selling to Chugmo liquor. <laughs> Pops for being an adult isn't very bright, evidently. Yeah, he's like Rain Man. Is Rain Man real bright? That's what uh, he, he can remember what everybody's order. He's gonna make Skeet a special meal. Mm-hmm. But he's like, don't sign it. I can fix everything. She takes off. She goes to one of the best scenes ever. <laughs> Into the Vix's locker room where Cheryl's in front of the locker. In her underwear. Sands, you know, shirt. Very Even Christy like pointed out the clothing that Cheryl had on. <laughs> Very sharp. <laughs> the neatest part of that scene is we look and they're standing there in front of her locker and her locker looks like it has it's like a whole nother world in there. It's, it's like a no, you should really look at that. It looks like there's I, like I didn't notice. It's like a hallway. <laughs> she's a uh, Betty's getting she's hardcore now. I wish like when she flips the coin like this, she would pull her hair out of the bun and like let it down. Like it's like kind of evil Betty. Well, she was evil Betty. She and then she when, will release. Then you say something about your daughter, like yeah, my my ten year old. How's that watching out, your 10 year old? Well, we were, <laughs> she loves it. Um, me too. I do have a weird thing that some of our, my favorite TV shows I share in common with his 10 year old daughter. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she was watching and she's like, she walks by and she's like, oh, something about Betty's in her, got her high bun up again. I love high bun Betty or something like high that. High bun <laughs> Betty, bang around. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I didn't even notice that. So, yeah, she's catching stuff I didn't even pay attention to. She threatens her she's going to release the video she still has of... She made a copy. Cheryl's, yeah, because... Just, just like her mother. Of Cheryl's dad killing her brother. She's not threatening her, it's just fun girl talk. That's right. And she wants the Vixens to perform a retro night at Pops, of course... And, of course, uh, Cheryl calls her a stone-cold bee. Yep. Juggy tells Veronica she should forgive her dad because she's lucky she even has a dad. (laughs) Really rubbing that in her face. That was a pretty good scene. Like, that, that, you know... As a whole, for Riverdale, yeah. This show can be so silly and just jump from thing to thing, but, like... You know, tying in these two characters without a whole lot in common. Jughead and Vraga haven't had a lot of scenes together, but he really makes recog- a point of that yeah. when he walks in. He's yeah, like, I don't yeah. have red hair <laughs> yeah. or a bun. So yeah, recognizing that these two characters that have nothing in common actually do have something in common was kind of a nice touch. Yeah. Um, Archie tells Sheriff about the bow he gave Miss Grundy. They were and, close. Yeah. He's like, we were close, and I think her ex knew about it, and da da da. He's like, ah, already talked to him. He's got an alibi. And Archie's like, I'm not crazy, am I? I think he's crazy. Uh, then just, Cheryl just goes and perjures herself, which was pretty extreme, even for Riverdale. Goes on there, does what the Peabody lady said, to just, all she had to do was say, you know, they forgive him and, but that didn't work at all. So I don't know how they're going to expect 
to be paid back for this great information that did not work. Yeah, I'm not a big city lawyer, but I, I'm not <laughs> sure that this all holds up in yeah. actual court. So she perjured herself pretty casually and then uh head back to Pops for the big night. Josie's down a cat. Valerie's always, got, always. Valerie, does anyone remember why she was down a cat? Uh, Valerie or Val was something. Or she else. had a norovirus. <laughs> what? <Just> so random. <laughs> Not norovirus. She had norovirus. What did my mom do? Get over there and cough on her or something? <laughs> it's just a very nothing virus. But anyway, she couldn't come and Cheryl steps up. She's going to do it. She, it. Just sing a song that everybody knows the words to. Totally. Man, so, of course, mm-hmm. they do this. Really great rendition of Milkshake. Nothing would be more more appropriate. I died. I took a picture of it, and I was like... Chris is like, what are you doing? You're a grown man. Why are you taking a picture? I was like, it's funny. I accidentally I, took a I, screenshot I, of the locker room scene. <laughs> what's in, what's I, in the locker? I, I, I also take photos of all my favorite songs. <laughs> it was a great tune. I didn't, I didn't feel the compulsion to take a photo of it. It's just the fact that they were on top of pops. And just, I mean, the whole production of it. I just thought it was going to get blown up, put in here. Make a good poster. Although I was shocked those shirts are not for sale already. Oh, yeah. On, like, the Riverdale store. I thought for sure before that episode was even out, those retro pop shirts would be for sale. Why aren't you in charge of this? I don't know. They, uh, why isn't Second Demographics making these shirts? Um. So the line in the song, they lose their minds. They lose their minds. Who are they? They have a camera on the whole time. They lose their minds. Is Archie walking through the crowd because he's supposedly going crazy. He's seeing people. That was definitely him manning up to go back there to Pops because he had such good memories there. Right. He's seeing them skating through blood. <laughs> and uh the lodges show up, Ronnie yeah, forgives them, tall boy shows up. It's evidently there is nothing else going on in town this night. Like what else? of all the different hey, groups of eat. people that come out to celebrate pops. <clears throat> it's retro night. Cheryl points out that Juggy and Betty are like chimps in captivity, grooming and picking lights off of each other. <laughs> To give her back the flash drive. Then people start rolling in. Mrs. Cooper's taking pictures of the serpents. Taking pictures of Reggie. Selling Jingle Jangle. She's writing her story about the Requiem of Pops. Just want to trash this place again. Lodge makes Pop keep a secret. Keep a secret that he's buying the place. And he'll let I got Pop a stay. secret, secret. So Pop's in on all this jazz. and he's Pop's secret. Popsy, <laughs> you did it! Did it? Get back to, get... Pop, it's gonna find out that Pops is some crime lord that's been running the whole oh, town yeah. this whole you entire time. Brain man, he's this brains behind the operation. So, we, Smithers' mom is suddenly sick overseas. He, disappearance of Smithers, who obviously hates Hiram Lodge, so. 
You know, he had to get rid of him. We got Andre now. Sexy yeah. Smithers. <laughs> Sexy Smithers. That's right. Yeah, we're in, we're just barely into season two. And I feel like we're losing characters left and right. Oh, yeah. Like, normally, you know. There's a these, murder every right. episode. <laughs> in a drama like this, nobody ever actually ever dies. But, I mean, we're just. Yeah, every, it's yeah. just going to be Archie, and that's yep. it by the so end of the... Obviously, the Lodges are playing some kind of game to break up Veronica and Archie by introducing Sexy Smithers to kind of woo Veronica. Is that what we're thinking? Well, I, hey, you got me. I'll take it. Okay. That makes sense. What I want to know is what was going on in the town of Riverdale before season one, because they act like this was just this giant golden place of happiness, and then... Someone gets shot. Well, the maple syrup industry tanked. Oh, that's right. But it's just like... It was just downhill there's just one, There was just one murder. Like, that one murder just blew that town to bits. And now there's, like, a murder every week. JJ's murder was the spark, man. So Skeet lets Jughead know he never should have got that favor from serpents. And now... Don't, Don't mess with that snake charmer. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to have to pay her. And she didn't give me any good information anyway. Then we got an intrepid report. Well, okay, so. <laughs> well, also we had the, th- at, we see back at Thistle House, Cheryl's in a totally different dress, <laughs> got her hair all fixed up, totally different way. And she's showing the video of her dad killing her brother to her mom. To bring her peace. It's gonna help. <laughs> all this happens after she's nearly burned her alive. Yeah. Here, this, mom, you're so ha- close to the edge. Just let me give you a nudge. <laughs> Last week she was cutting off her hair. Now yeah. she's gonna, right. Now she's gonna bring her peace by showing her husband murder her son. I would just like to take a moment and go back. To when we heard the show was coming out. If you told me we were going to be talking this long about this show, I never would have believed you. This show is really the only thing that's holding this podcast together. (laughs) (laughs) So we got intrepid reporter, Mom Cooper. She's still at Pops after Mm -hmm. all this. She's still sitting there and she gets in Betty's face. She's like, did you know there's a bunch of drug deals going on here? And it's all your fault. Basically, you've let the serpents back this side of Sweetwater, and it's all going to hell, and it's your fault. So, great job. <laughs> get up there, get some juggy voiceover as meet the guy I thought did it all in season one, Dilton Doily, up there on the Sweetwater Bridge with Archie, giving him a gun, because he was in the scouts, so he must have access <laughs> to guns. <laughs> Then we get He's one of them there preppers. And we got did they have like a make out point or something? Where where were uh, Midge and Moose? About third base. Yeah. <laughs> they got their pixie sticks and jingle jangle out and they're sucking it down so Moose can get it up for the clumpster. <laughs> <laughs> and they start playing Season of the Witch, but it makes me think maybe we're gonna get some Saprina next episode or something. <laughs> The killer comes up. Now, this time, we don't get to see the killer real clearly, and it looks like it's not, I mean, it's probably the same guy, but they purposefully make it look like it could have been Archie, because Archie was just given a gun, and he's going crazy. They're trying to set you up like there's at least a chance that he's, the whole episode was Archie's crazy. Or it could be maybe Reggie doing another hilarious prank. (laughs) 
Yeah. Okay. Get it, guys? Get it? <laughs> guys? Oh, it's a flag. <laughs> and that's it. That's the end of the episode. It was fantastic. <laughs> they all are. <laughs> it was so good. I was like, this is ridiculous. As always, I'm the... No, I'm sorry. Is there more to talk about? How long How long have we went? This may be one episode in itself. 35 minutes. You should just put that out <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I'm just, okay. Can't wait for the next one. And we did share the music video from 1969, the animated cartoon where the you, name Jingle Jangle comes from. How did, did you find that? I no, found that. You somebody found, how met. did you find that? I was reading... I don't know what I clicked on. I don't even remember what I was looking at. But it was like... It said something about the, where Jingle Jangle came from. I was like, I would like to know that. Cause you know, <laughs> it, it's so silly. It had to come from somewhere. Right. And it was obviously, a you know, somewhere deep in the Archie mythos from the band, the Archies, a song called Jingle Jangle, this hippie, yeah. like fun loving. They know what the they're song. doing yeah. to yeah. use this stuff. It's great. Yeah. But it was a woman singing the song. And we're watching a video of Archie singing, and there's a woman's voice. Guy. See, I was like, what they is were happening? even doing it back then. The weird <laughs> stuff just to make you wonder what's going on. So yeah, head to our Facebook page. You can check out the original 1969 animated video for the song Jingle Jingle. <laughs> Coming to you from the top of the pops. <laughs> and on top of pops. <laughs> yeah. On top. Wow, that just happened. <laughs> So what do you want, guys want to talk about? What uh, more? Talk about all your other TV stuff. We had Walking Dead. Walking Dead premiered season eight. Yep. All out war. I saw it. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> it did happen. How many more seasons do we have? Of so many Dead? more. So, so many more seasons. <laughs> it was fine. There wasn't anything ridiculous about no. it. It wasn't anything yeah. terribly great. It if I recall, kinda... the last season ended well. I thought I remember saying that uh, oh there's some good tiger stuff there. And I did watch a chunk of the the after show. It was two hours long. I oh, did not watch celebrating this hundredth episode. So I had it on in the background. While I was doing some other right. stuff, and several times, not meaning to, Hardwick or somebody else was like, "Yeah, it's so much cooler this season now that we can do this." Because I think last season people were, you know, Rick was down and the group was split apart and they were kind of beaten down by Negan. So that's just not fun to watch. Yeah. So this whole last season was sort of them under his thumb, which that's not very entertaining. So right. even the fact that they're ganging up and they're, they're, they've got a plan and things are, even though I couldn't follow what in the world the plan even was, like you go stand on this bridge and I'll go over here. Like I'm going to shoot yeah, barrels or yeah, whatever. None of it makes a whole lot of no, sense, no. but so, but I did look through the, uh, <laughs> This room is too small to make bodily noises like that. It's my random, uncontrollable body noise. Well, I was looking through the comic, and a lot of the scenes were taken directly from it. Because it's been so long since I've read those oh, issues. Yeah, it it's, has been it's a, it's a neat, you know, Rick's speech on the back of the truck to shooting the windows out of the building. Like, a lot of it was taken right from the Oh, page, that's so. good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It didn't blow me away, but it's it's the start of something... And I watched the comic book men afterwards and all I could think, cause they kind of focused it obviously around, cause it was episode 100, Walking Dead, so they talked about Walking Dead the whole episode and they, uh, like the guy brought in issue nine, or no, he was buying issue 19, the Michonne 
first issue and, uh, it's just <laughs> all I could think was, um, the contrast between that issue and her showing up as a character versus whatever the heck Cousin Oliver, <laughs> Walking Dead, we got last couple of issues. <laughs> I was like, wow, we've come a long way, baby. Now, what a rad way to introduce a character in that issue 19 and then this. Was it you that said something about Chris Hardwick about his face or was that? <laughs> yeah, there, cause, you know, Negan made a joke about, oh, you yeah, have your poopy pants on. And, uh, <laughs> edited for content. Right. And, uh, and Chris Hardwick, somebody asked from the audience, ask a question, they always give him a gift, and it's like, oh, we've got your very own Negan's pooping pants, and they had a little mock-up of these adult diapers with the <coughs> Negan's face on them and the Walking Dead wow. logo. And it was like, it was a funny little ha-ha, and then you literally could see it. If you, if you DVR this, you can go back and watch, <laughs> where he looks to the, like the teleprompter, and he realizes he has to now sell these things, like, and you can buy them on Shop the Walking Dead now. So you can buy. I can and picture that expression. You, I've seen him do it before. You can yeah, buy you can branded incontinence yeah. pants. Yeah. And you just saw that momentary pause, and I said, you could just see his soul leave his body. But whatever was left, that open the window, had, yeah, and let it out. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. They did. I saw the advertisement for that. Show coming up November 12th is that uh, Kirkman's Secret History of Comics. Is it, I feel like it was just, is it supposed to be a series or just like one or two episodes? It's like a mini series. I think it's like six episodes. Oh, okay, maybe. good. Cause for, at first I thought, why is he doing this? We've had several of these now that just barely, they don't delve, dwell deep enough into anything. And I'm hoping it's, I, from what I've seen, they, they've released the titles of each episode, and it's like very specific. It's Good. not like the forties. It's it's a very yeah. specific. Uh-huh. Like here's about Wonder Woman, or yeah. I forget what they are, but they're Good. very in depth topics. Good. That's what I was wondering. So I'm curious. I want to watch AMC it. Also. I'm yeah. guessing that'll come on when Walking Dead goes on holiday hiatus. Is what I'm guessing. Yeah, it's, it says November twelfth. So whenever. Okay. What's that comic that they put out? The that just made me think of that indie comic that was black and white, and it was like the history of comics. Oh, comic, comic book comics. That was called. That was a great, like, in-depth history of, you got to hear, read all the dirty, dark secrets of the comic industry. So what else you got? TV. I'm sure you guys got some DC. Well, everything's streaming to me, so... Uh, <laughs> we'll hit the CW show, Supergirl. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he's got nothing. <laughs> Supergirl has been, I feel like, I pretty strong. That. Like, it's, I felt like there was too many cheesy moments last season, and I feel like they're hitting it fairly well. Well, this episode we had a meta who could, what, kind of, could create fear, like your greatest fear. So it did make me laugh. Everyone kind of, when they got the whammy put on, everyone kind of William Shattered around the room. Like they, they were like losing their balance, like, oh, I'm so afraid of whatever's happening. It's like everyone was like that low budget overacting. That's, that's kind of a, that's a, right that is a very factor. popular thing to do right now. It's everything is your fear, you know, it, it, well, it's, and, you know, it's like, it's the time of year. Yeah, but I mean, that's just for that to be their power yeah. is that you see what you're afraid of. 
And we got to see more about the person that will be this season's villain, Rain, the female Mm -hmm. lady that saved her daughter last episode. Or the what? Rain. Rain. The what? The female. Female lady. The female daughter. (laughs) Female daughter. So that she's gonna be the villain? Yeah. That, oh, I'm sorry. Just well, no, I play. just, I had, it got a real, like, unbreakable vibe from her. She's just learning. She yeah. has superpowers. Well, and, like, did you see where... The daughter's kind of pushing her to test them. Where Supergirl, like, stopped that sub in the previous episode, yeah. and there was a ship down there in the, very deep in the rocks. Okay. There, again, this is what has plagued Supergirl from day one, is they keep lifting stories from Superman. Just like Morgan Edge coming in and trying to buy the Daily Planet. So Unbreakable, Unbreakable was from Superman? Yeah, it was. Um, but she is a Supergirl villain, correct? Yeah, she is, okay. but they're the taking, one. they're taking her origin and, and making, it. making it basically like a female doomsday. Okay. Like, I don't know what they're gonna do, like, but it's, to but me, she's so pretty. I know, and she's also from, uh, a great movie of all, oh, never mind. Um, well, I was highly disappointed with, uh, Legends this week because I got really excited that Bawana Beast was going to be... I know! I, I love, kept seeing him in the background! Yeah, I love Bawana Beast. Nothing. And virtually nothing. No even suggestion of his I'm, superpowers. I'm surprised they did not call this episode Titanic. Because I had Billy yeah, Jane. Yeah, yeah. We had a little Titanic reunion. Um, because the actor that plays Professor Stein was also in Titanic. Um, and we got a very obvious joke yes. mentioning Titanic. Yeah, I, mean, I, I saw a meme of that. But we also had someone said McFly, hello. Yeah. Which Billy Zane is one of Biff's gang members. So, boom. Ooh. See your Titanic and raise you back to the future. <laughs> So yeah, I was just really disappointed. I thought for once that that is an awesome, you know, pull of a character, and then he's just the strong man with a funny mask on that didn't make any sense. I do find it funny how a villain kills someone; they're a villain. <laughs> but if your powers just go awry and you like murder a bunch of people, yeah, it's okay. Well, we can get was, through it. You'll pass a background test. Yeah. It was an really anyone. As long as there aren't <laughs> any witnesses. And Flash, we learned how Barry watches TV just like Jesse listens to the podcast. That's true. Barry watches TV at times one thousand speed. <laughs> Do you have to have a suit on for that? He uh, caught up with Game of Thrones and all the TV he missed while he was stuck in the uh, in the Speed Force. Maybe I want to see that reaction video. I wanted to see him going at, at <laughs> super speed, like because it was just like he was normal speed while he was watching. I was like, Haha, oh yeah, and like yeah. he turned around and like talked to Iris for a minute. It's like he must have missed three episodes <laughs> just turning and looking at Iris. What and plays at a thousand speed? Who? He had Cisco invent something. Oh, okay, good. So I'm glad that they answered that. I'm glad you had an answer. Yes. <laughs> I do I don't have Cisco is. But... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta agree with Mike on one thing. <laughs> I okay. I, if we all need to point out whenever we do agree with Michael on one thing, we'll bring that. We'll point it out. <laughs> ding ding ding! Michael moment brought to you. The Flash's new costume is redder. Is way redder. More lightning. More lightning. 
And it does add a little, I don't know, it just makes me feel better about the whole thing. <laughs> like it makes me not, feel better. It's not oh, quite yeah. a, you really, like a cheap rip I can so see much. it. You've really painted a picture. <laughs> but this episode was Cisco went a little overkill and they went down the Iron Man route where they added yeah. all this extra technology to his suit. Right. And it just happened to be the time where he has to go up against the techno villain. Um I think the most important part, we had the tease that there are more villains out there that, that were not created by the particle accelerator. So it, you didn't have to be in Central City at this date and time. There are other villains out there. Yeah, so don't pay attention to yeah. anything that happened in right. season one through three. Just ignore all that. Because <laughs> we're going to introduce a bunch of new villains. Well, wasn't the alchemist, or wasn't he able to create new villains? And Dr. Alchemy? Or doc, yeah, Dr. Harry Potter guy. Yeah, yeah, he was giving people power. He, he was using the Sorcerer's Stone. Okay, so there's even a different thing that creates supervillains. Yeah. And it's probably even worse. What I found out about this so episode... buckle up, Flashman. <laughs> is I am not the only one that does not like Iris West. I saw many people on Facebook complain about the she character. She doesn't bother me. I don't know what the uh, big deal is. She irritates the hell out of me. And it's just her care Like... I think it's just the actress, like her portrayal of Iris, it's, it's just not hitting it for me. Like, I have no clue why Barry's in love with her up to this point. Well, again, yeah, because she got mad at him for going into the Speed Force and saving the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you left me alone. It's like, well, he saved the world. Like, I, you can deal with those feelings, and she can feel rejected and abandoned, but like, she was mad at him and yelling at him for doing that. So, I think that's what turns people off when they feel that she's the wet blanket. You know, well, it cracked me up that he made a flash decision because he's the Flash, and he didn't talk to her about it. It's like he's the Flash. Come on now. <clears throat> okay. Well, I'm just TV? banging out a lot of duds here. <laughs> Jeez, uh, I did get caught up on Arrow. You guys suck because you're not yeah. watching it. So something big has changed in Arrow. Yeah. What has changed? Is he, he is now known as... His suit is a little bit greener. A little greener. It's darker green. It's covered in arrows. <laughs> well, guys. And it not- just makes me feel better. <laughs> um, what was funny was this last episode, the or the previous episode, had it ending with his secret identity getting revealed. Okay. So everybody knows... Yeah. That he's, he's the, the green, green arrow, arrow because we watched Flash and he was on the cover of the newspaper. Well, that aggravated me. Like, the first episode, they showed how all the teams survived. Well, most of the teams survived. Okay, who didn't survive? It's Speedy been a- is in a coma. Which which Speedy? His, his sister. Okay. Um, she is in a coma. Um, we find out... Uh, what is his... What's Diggle's... Code name Spartacus? No, no. What is it? Spartan. But I like Spartan. I like Spartacus. Yeah, that'd be better. Okay. But Spartan, we find out he got hit with shrapnel. His his hands been twitching. Okay. So he can't fire his gun. He's got a pistol oh, no. with people now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, evidently, <laughs> we have the Black Siren is plaguing the team now. Like evidently, she's mad that which this, is. The Black Canary from the other dimension. Yeah, from okay. Earth 
two or three. Right, right. But so she's working with someone, trying like she's there's all this weird stuff happening. Um, Wild dog's got a new costume. Yeah, it looked like he took the costume, like he stole it from Vigilante. Like it was very it's really similar. bad. It's just like leather and black. Like I, I had seen where the creator of Wild Dog, and I don't know who that is, but he he came out against it and yeah. voiced his opinion. He didn't like it because the Wild Dog costume from last year was very comic accurate. Yes. Now he looks like he's got a tinfoil hat on. I didn't. I don't think I paid attention to his mask, so I'm not sure. But I just remember like the bodysuit was it was very similar to Green Arrow's, except mm-hmm. it was black and red. Yeah. Uh, maybe they're trying to instill some Deadpool fans. I don't That's know. How we know they're on the same team. We got a little uh splidge of Deathstroke. He just jumped in there for a second. <laughs> um, but it's just like I, I I'm trying to figure out what his role because he just like pop it in and out whenever he feels like it. Like it's mm-hmm. like they have the actor for two <laughs> he, seconds. He only so. films on Tuesdays. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. But it's a really good show. Like, yeah. and evidently cool. everyone knows where. The arrow cave or his mm-hmm. hideout is because it's constantly getting blown up. Yeah. And Black okay. Siren goes down there and blows up something and steals right. something. So we don't have a Black Canary anymore. No, we do. Oh. The, the detective Laurel that just happens to be, her real name is Laurel. Okay. Um, she's a detective that they got last season that she actually has the battle cry. And <sighs> I think it's Laurel or Dinah or, I'm so, I, I forget by this point. Okay. But she is the, Current Black Canary. This is like the fifth one we've had in like six seasons. I think fourth. Fourth. But what's funny is on the island, Detective Lance is just like, he wants to drink so bad because on the island, he shot Black Siren. He's like, I don't give a crap. Of everything that I've seen, you guys can't tell me she's from a parallel universe. That's my daughter. I know it is. That's really dumb. Like, of everything that he's seen, he's like... So he's still right. He doesn't believe. Yeah, oh yeah. He's okay. the deputy mayor or something, oh, I don't know. Oh. But he totally believes that's his daughter, but he had to shoot her to save the current Black Canary. Okay. So she has this heart on to, like, take him out for some reason. So, or so he he believes. But, oh, and... Um, oh, Overwatch... And uh, Arrow seems to be getting awful chummy again. Oh, so we're going to get but, back to that. Uh, the problem with that is he now has custody of his son since that was the other casual, casualty of the island was the his son's uh, mother. Oh, she well, did die. That's convenient. She was the only one. That, I think she's the only one that actually died. Yeah, we had to write her off. After okay. she stumbled around the island. Yeah. And the, all that. for a while. She like falls into arrows. <laughs> I, was just arms. Up, I was just looking up comments where people were making fun of the last episode. Of she fall, falls in his arms and it's something like Immediately and comically when she finds Oliver from, just dies from a wind we don't see. <laughs> Whatever you do, take care of him. Or, and of course his son's all, Sad and just doesn't like his dad, and you know, there's but it, I think it's I like the show, I do. Now we don't have to talk about it till for another six weeks. For another six weeks, yeah. Well, it's about how often we talk about Arrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, any more TV? Gifted, uh, the gifted, mm. you guys still on it? Yeah, yeah. 
Good. Bad. I can't remember what happened last time. It's been a week since we saw one. There's probably well, we had right um, now while we're this dreamer recording. character. Dream is this a dream? Beautiful dreamer from the comics. Hmm. Uh, That's DC. Beautiful is dreamer it? is DC. That's okay. I'll be jumping universes. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know any of the characters' names on the show. I just know. The, the the girl that um has the the blue the pink smoke from her from her mouth that she gives uh, okay the memories to uh, blink so she can open up a portal. Yeah, I don't know who that would be in the Marvel universe. I okay, I'm lost on that one. Okay, hmm. I got my DC and Marvel confused. Be ashamed of yourself. But yeah, I thought it was good. Um, it's plugging right along. So we got the uh, the the Strucker dude made the deal to uh, give up the mutant underground, and then decided he didn't want to do that anymore. At the literally last possible minute, yes. he jumps out the van. And they speed away. Yeah, I did see that. I remember that part. Yeah. I don't remember any pink smoke or anything, but yeah, no. I'm with you on the guy jumping out well, of the, the van. The pink smoke made Blink love John Proudstar oh, to give her the, the, the emotion to, to, to get over her block and open a big portal. So now we're going to have a love triangle between two characters that oh, didn't God. ever have a relationship. I watched a, there was a Steven Spielberg documentary on HBO. I think last week, whatever. Every, you know, every Saturday night on HBO forever. That's their staple. They got the, something new on yeah. Saturday night. And it was a Spielberg documentary they did, which was pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, he's, it was a, give you, give you a reappreciation of the things he's accomplished. And not, you know, I didn't know everything about him. Felt like I know a lot more. It was good. So I recommend it if you got HBO and you're interested, watch it. Yeah. He's going to make the new Indiana Jones, right? I would assume he has something to do with it. Hmm. I'm curious to see if he ever decides to do a Star Wars movie down the road. Mm, I don't know. So, okay. So we want to talk about streaming. Streaming. There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Islands in the stream. That is what we are. the streams. Excuse me, Egon. You said crossing the streams was bad. Cross the streams. Heat them up. Michael, did you get through Voltron? Oh, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Love that shit. This season was way better than last season. Like, whatever they're like. I feel like these are many seasons. I don't feel like they're whole seasons. They're not very many episodes. Um, Six episodes. I don't watch it, but I would like that. Especially yeah. the the pace that they put these out, yeah. it would be kind of neat to watch little mini seasons. Yeah, when you know you're going to get one in two months, another season's coming out. The only thing I really miss from season one is they're not fighting any of the big row beast anymore. Right. Well, I f- I feel like that's what we're leading towards because they have that other asteroid that they've been mining and like right, it's the, low the same the same stuff that the Voltron's made out of. Yeah, but. 
last season was very disjointed. Like, they were kind of all over the place. It didn't tell, like, a very cohesive story. No, where, like, they, it was trying to give you too much background yeah, information. Where this one, they jumped right back to where they were. Although, I did think, like, I was curious. It looked to me like the animation has been tweaked. Like, a lot of times, you know, like, cartoons that we watched as kids started out really great. And as yeah, they progressed, yeah. they got cheaper. Mm-hmm. And, I, like, it wasn't enough to, I mean, it was very minute, like, what they were but I was just curious if something had changed with the animation because there was a few things I picked up on. Yeah, so um, we now kind of have three factions. and We have our, our Voltron, who is uh, gaining strength, and they're, uh, they're collecting rebel forces and uh, building an alliance. <laughs> building an alliance to fight the Galra, who is... Um, Lotor has now been... Expelled, and uh, I can never remember the guy's name. The big dude in the suit now. That it's you... in an armor suit, yeah. much like Mr. Vader. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, Senior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're all Senior kind of Lothar. between the three of them now. and uh... Prince Lothar has been excommunicated from the clan. Yes. Yes, a lot of Pidge and Hunk team-ups. We find Pidge's brother. And uh, Keith has now joined full-time the Blade of Momora. And is no longer really... I didn't really get that whole part I didn't of understand it either. Sh- Shiro, like, having to take back on, like... that. I didn't understand why they went backwards. Yeah. But, yeah, so... Still really good, though. Ultron. Best Marvel movie animated. They too bring <laughs> that is your, the best milkshake. Your catchphrase. I like it too. <laughs> Cliff, best Marvel movie animated. You got anything streaming, Jordan? You got a whole I pile do. of notes over there. I, I, I got like so you, many I'd like you to get it out of your system. Uh, did anyone watch Patton Oswalt's new comedy special? I <laughs> listened to it while I worked. Did you take any pictures of it? No, I, I didn't need to. How will you ever remember it? <laughs> I also it's a, This to is it. a handy tip. If you listen to podcasts while you're working or whatever you're doing, uh, one, one tip, listen to these stand-up specials that Netflix has. You don't have to see what these people are doing to hear their stand-up. I have a question on, like, do you guys watch a lot of Netflix, like, stand-ups? I, I get, yeah, if I'm working or doing something, I don't have to be right in front of the TV yeah. for, I, that's a neat thing yeah. to be able to put on in the background and just listen to. Do yeah. you, like, try new ones out, and if they don't grab you within the first five minutes, you change it? Yes. Yes, okay. I have. Because I've gotten into that habit of, like, I'll try these new comedians, and if they have not said anything funny... I, I even say it out loud. Yeah. You got five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I did it with that Seinfeld special. I didn't even bother. I just I, have a feeling. I did it's not. not I, I, I tried huge, it. I was a huge Seinfeld fan, but it's just a. It looks like he's doing old stuff, and I'm yeah. not interested. Yeah. Let's let Jordan talk about this stand-up special. Right. We watch. What is the deal with the Seinfeld? Special? <laughs> I'm genuinely curious. No, I, did you watch it? No, it's it's oh. old stuff. Or you, yeah, he's like, he's, he goes back to where he started, the original club, hmm. and he does. He he kind of talks. It's not. He's not doing his. What is the deal with this? He's more, it's more narrative and he's talking about getting started. Um, his first jokes that he wrote and he kind of goes through some of that. Yeah, Maybe I, wanted, I will I wanted, watch it. Somewhere. I wanted to watch it. Yeah. I was curious. That's that, that's yeah, that sounds better than what it looked like it was going to be. Yeah, the new special Annihilation 
It's the first one he's done since his wife passed away. So, uh, it was, you know, the first half hours, just, you know, his typical kind of jokes. And he makes a lot of jokes about saying you can't do political humor anymore. Because by the time this airs, there will be seven other scandals that have already happened. You can't be specific. You cannot be specific about what's going on in Washington. So, And there's also a good, as a good comic book fan, Patton had a joke about the superheroes always, (laughs) their family always gets killed. It's so so non-realistic to what actually happens when someone dies. Right. I'd seen a lot of the bits he'd done already on like Conan O'Brien and different talk show they kind of work on them, you know, they, they use yeah, them as their workshop. Talk. So a lot of the hour was I'd seen on like talk shows and stuff, but still one of the best stand-ups going today. Yeah. And it was a, this is the one to watch of his really. If you, whether you do, I guess if you didn't, don't know anything about the fact that his wife died, he really talks about how, what he went through. And so right, you know, two thirds of the way through, it's pretty emotional. And I thought it was great. I liked it. Oh, you saw it? Liked, yeah, yeah. I did the same thing. I was listening to it while I was working, and mm. it was like well, listening. You're drawn. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but listening to him talk about the death of his wife, like while also like kind of telling a joke around it, um, like that. Oh, I just don't. know And how for those do who that. don't know, he has found love again. Yeah, with with Meredith Salinger, who when when I was younger. Do you know who she is? Yeah. Dream a Little Dream is the movie I remember going to see. Oh, okay. Uh, with Corey Feldman and her, and I think Corey Haim also. Yeah. It was, it was the Corys and her, and she was just gorgeous. And, and you know, it's just so neat. He just, it's just like at least he got to, you know, he just is floating to be with this <laughs> girl he, you know, used to watch in the movies. So. Giving hope to nerds everywhere. Yeah. And also, uh, Netflix released some viewership data. Did we see any of this about launch day finishers? Oh, I'm a Didn't launch day finisher. Yeah, so they coined a new term. Yeah. For people who finish a show the day it launches. I'm, I gotta, let me think what it'd be. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, press, <laughs> the press release was very upbeat and like, to our most ardent fans who, 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 you know, embraced the pop culture. Like, it was so, right. yeah. you know, gushing. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, they, they named them <laughs> binge racers. Oh, binge yeah. Racers. So these are the people go that... Binge racer. Go binge racer! Go binge racer! Don't steal my thunder! Oh, <laughs> Damn it. oh we were too far, too close <laughs> on the same page here. <laughs> I was going to do a new song for Cliff to put together. You guys stole my thunder. Let's rewind. Oh, that's awesome. I don't even want to do it now. <laughs> don't do, do it, now. it, Jordan. We really Jordan, want to hear it. Jordan. <laughs> okay, ready, Cliff? You're gonna, yeah, I'm ready. You're going to put the okay, music. You, you got to do all the diddly diddly doos because yeah. I can't do those. Here he comes. Here comes Binge Racer. He's a demon online. He's a demon and he's going to be streaming something tonight. He's off and flying as he streams a show all night and day. He's jamming down the pedal like he's in a TV race. Adventure's waiting on that screen. Go binge racer. Go binge racer. Go binge racer. Go. Oh, that's great. Oh, I'm so glad that we like <laughs> said that before. That's so good. How funny we all thought that though. 
So now anytime we say, hey, have you seen that show? And Seth says, oh, I've watched it already. Yep. We can play a little musical That's right. clip Boom. for Go Binge Racer. By God, if it's directed by Taika Waititi, it's going to be like a six-minute drop. <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> well, just to uh, take advantage of this moment, Mindhunters. I brought it up last week, and I watched it like immediately after we podcasted. I watched the whole series. It's great. It's, it's it's right up there in my queue. It's right up and there in his queue. When I say it's, right it's like there. right there in the beginning of my queue. It's very Next good. Very, very good. It's all about serial killers. And I thought it was really good. The guys that... uh, I don't even, I don't even know what the hashtag is. That, is Next that, up, baby. So, <laughs> <laughs> so out of left field. Mindhunters. It's really good. Yeah, it's that David Fincher series. He directed a couple episodes, and I had watched the first episode last week and watched it all. But it's really good. And the guys, that, you know, they're they're supposed to go around talking to these people went around talking to real serial killers in jails, to try to get their mindset and what caused them to do what they did, and how they developed ways to deal with it. And it, I I really enjoyed it. I'm Really looking forward to next season. Isn't that like with serial killers, like as kids, they were bedwetters. Um, they at some time, at some point in their lives had head trauma. Um, <laughs> no, none of that. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, wow, that's fascinating. No, there is definitely something. There is yeah. definitely a connection. If you, if there is a connection, I know, to head trauma. I don't know about that. I, I'm not of, saying you're wrong. I'm saying that I don't know if serial killers had head trauma. Well, was, uh, if you go back and look like a lot of the famous... I'm saying you're wrong. Ser- I know you are. <laughs> but if you go back and look at a lot of the serial killers, like there's been a point in time where they had some kind of head trauma. That's what they're looking for in your background check. I would tell yeah. I I would tell you what what they yeah, discovered ahead, it is, but watch the show. Okay, and it's pretty obvious, really. But the it's it's it was really good, and I, I it had the one you watched Fringe. You were big into Fringe. Yeah, I never so watched they had the box set out. The the girl it. from that is in this, and she does a great job. Does she have an American accent, or does she have? I don't know. I never watched Fringe. And, no, I'm not in this show. I I didn't notice anything. Oh, okay. She uh, she was just she did a good job. You're talking about the blonde haired girl, right? Yes, she's yeah. yes, mm. I am. Okay, I can't remember. I don't know her name, yeah, I but know I know her, yeah. I know I saw that she was in that. And she did good. It was really good. The I highly recommend it. Um, I also watched the Meyerowitz stories, which is a Noah Baumbach movie. He did several. Kind of odd Woody Allen type movies, real talky, people talking over each other, and New York type movies in it. Squid and the Whale. Yes, yeah. Squid and the Whale was probably his most famous one. Uh, Francis Ha, Mistress America. Uh, anyway, I this was pretty good. Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller, and Greg Gerwich are who he usually works with. But um, I'm going to guess the plot was about some really upper class young people who are like disaffected somehow by their parents. Yeah, their father. It's always his yeah, reason, it's I know. always their father, father you know. Issues. The father, father in this one was Noah Bon I mean uh was uh Dustin Hoffman and he he did good but uh he makes movies about rich people who are just kinda sad. Yeah. Um Adam Sandler was in it and 
you know, he, he can actually act mm-hmm. if he wouldn't waste time doing all the stupid stuff he does. Uh, one of my favorite movies is Punch Drunk Love, and he's awesome in it. And this isn't quite up to that caliber, but he does do a good job playing in this movie. And anyway, it's 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 pretty good. If you like those type of things. What else have you watched, Jordan? Is there more? I just have the top twenty binge raced shows. Ooh, let's hear oh. it. Before we do that, real quick, I have to give a little, little bit of credit. It, whatever anti-binge racing is, that's kind of what we've been doing in my house. My wife is, <laughs> my wife has been watching, um, uh, House of Cards. Started. Oh beginning my gosh. And all the way through. Yeah. So I haven't watched every episode, but I've watched quite a few. I've watched five days worth of that, all of it. <laughs> I've been ra- binge raced every season. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, uh. Where are you at in it? I think we're done. Oh, I think we're done. There's five seasons. I think. I, yeah. yeah. It's so, crazy. I like that. Kevin Spacey's awesome. He's man. great. Robin Wright. Robin Wright's great. great. Yeah. It's, I love that show. It's so pretty. I like the, it, it is the cold blue mm-hmm. look to it. I, I, I love it. Very that. consistent all the way through. Doug I Stamper think. all the way. <laughs> so yeah. So give her a little credit of being committed to that show and I've yeah. gotten through most Good. of it. Good, I'm glad to I, hear you. I, but, like, but a slow and steady march where you just soak it all in and like exactly. you're not in a rush to get through. I was you a little worried. Like you just recently finished it, have you? Yeah, like, like this week. That, I'm, I had a little, when I went, watched the fifth season, it was after all this real life ridiculousness happened. Right, it's I know. Pol- it's it, politics. It's it a totally different feel. Yeah, it's yeah. politics, you know, it's that's so crazy. Yeah. It's supposed to be really crazy. And the first four seasons felt like that. And then we saw real life happen. It, and then the fifth <laughs> season was like, okay, it can What's, stand up. Yeah. And they actually found a real way. Real life is way more ridiculous yeah. all of a sudden than this crazy show. Yeah. But they found a way to make it still entertaining. And I, I, I still like that. I do know, I notice I have a, an issue with Netflix. Like when I actually sit down and I'm like, Oh, I got a few minutes. I'm going to watch something on Netflix. And then I just end up rewatching episodes of The Office over and over and over again. <laughs> like I episodes I've that. seen th- 300 times and I'll, I'm like, ah, I don't know what to watch. Oh, The Office. I can't fault you. So. <laughs> what are the 20 binge Well, actually, here? I have been watching, I've been trying to get through Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And Which literally is- every episode has been great. Yep. I've yeah. loved every episode. We, I, I'm so happy. And I, I, I just started, I skipped the Christmas Special. Oh, that's the best I, well, I want to save it till closer okay. to Christmas. Do it. If Tell that's crap. If that, if that, that's, that's does that jive? Is that's that all right? Fine. I'm, I'm okay. with it. I want to feel more in the Christmas spirit. So I just started season three, watched the Bryce Dallas Howard episode. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Now see, this is a show, I would not want to binge this show. No. Because yeah, every it. episode leaves me with some kind of new existential dread. Yeah. <laughs> you want it <laughs> to resonate week yeah, by week. I want to sit and marinate in that for like a week. <laughs> And then watch the next one, because I wouldn't want to pile those on top of one another, because it might break. You don't know how to feel. Yeah. <laughs> I would just smash myself <laughs> Uh But yeah, that, that Bryce Dallas Howard with the, the social network where you right. rate everyone different stars, like, it's so, like, it's not a horror movie, but like, it's so nightmarish, like, living in that phony where everyone's so fake. You oh, can just, be ruined by oh, stuff just, like that. I see people make comments all the time, like... I die a little inside after I get out of an Uber and my rating goes down point one and yeah. I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> All I did was get in your car and ride. 
But I do think that of like, yo, I, shall I say this on Facebook? What do people think? Like, that's the logical next step is being constantly judged and rated on everything you do and taking that little bite of the cookie that looks so perfect, but then you spit it out. Like, it's all so phony, but it means so much. Ah, it's just. She did a great job. Such too. a good episode. All right. The complete, Netflix released the complete top 20 shows ranked by how many times they were binge watched, binge watched in their initial 24 hours on Netflix. Wow. Anyone have a guess as the number one spot? The first, the time most, they were the most binged series Defenders. from Netflix. Now these original two Netflix? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say I'll they, say they'd Gypsy's have to be probably the up best. there. What'd not Gypsy, um, no, not in the top twenty. Gypsy is not in the top twenty. I just I saw it on my phone. You don't think it House of Cards is in there? I was thinking the wrestling show, the Glow. 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 Yeah, I bet I that's on there. Uh, a lot of these Stranger Things. A lot of these are like comedies that are just easier to binge because they're shorter episodes. So, all right, I'll Schmidt. Can we? Anyone have a good guess? What's your guess for number one? The Defenders. Okay. Daredevil. Um, Kimmy Schmidt's probably. Well, Mike, show. think outside the box. Uh, I'll say that love show or whatever. No, you guys are way off. Yeah, we we don't know. Number twenty, Master of None. Number nineteen, Chewing Gum. Never heard of it. I uh, haven't watched it. Yeah. Uh, then we go to Glow. Seventeen, Love. Sixteen, House of Cards. Fifteen, wow. Kimmy Schmidt. Wet Hot American Summer. Grace and Frankie. Atypical, Friends from College, Stranger Things is number 10, 9, Orange is the New Black, yeah. 8, uh-huh. F is for Family, 7, Trailer Park Boys, Santa Clarita Diet, <laughs> The Ranch, The Seven Deadly Sins, number 3, Marvel's The Defenders, number 2, Fuller House, oh <laughs> my God. and number 1, what crap is it? Gilmore Girls. Oh, oh, which checks out because I've heard everyone had to wake up bright and early that yeah. morning and watch it with their I don't eyes. feel a bit bad. <laughs> <laughs> I named all the ones I was interested. That in. is true. Yeah, there you go. But there, man, there are some quality shows. So, there. Michael, your wife is a binge racer. <laughs> oh. Yep, she's it at the top to, of the chart. <laughs> when it comes to Gilmore Girls, she is. <laughs> But I was making fun of someone the other day of like they went to some town <laughs> where some show was filmed and I was like, Who does that? And I just looked over at Chris and I was like, What am I talking about? I know we're gonna go to Stars Hollow one of these days. So guys, there's this movie called Voices that stars Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> there it is <laughs> Ryan Ryan? Ryan? <laughs> Ryan there not? You guys. You guys? I don't know why you do that. Rhino Realms. Rhino. <laughs> well. Go on. I was unhappy, first of all, because Reinald was clean shaven. <laughs> Are we still in streaming or are we going to movies? Everything's streaming. Everything's streaming. Well, this was a movie that was on Netflix that I watched. So okay. It's called Voices. But anyway, go with me here for a minute. Oh, man. So, so Ryan plays this guy that keeps hearing voices, which I completely understand. I can get with that. Yeah. 
Um, his cat and dog talk to him, and, mm-hmm. which I kind of understand that too. Well, he's a little odd, and he sees a therapist, and she's like, you know, you gotta take your meds, and he's not really down with it, so there's this girl he really likes, and she thinks he's kind of odd, but she kind of throws him a bone. I'm gonna spoil this whole movie for you guys, because I know no one's gonna watch That's it. That's fine. So, he picks her up, she like blows him off, and he sees her later that night, it was raining, her car is dead, you know, the typical story. So, he gives her a ride, and they hit a deer. And this is where he goes off the deep end. The deer is like, the head is like hanging in the car, and they're like, they both survived. But the deer's head looks up at him and says, kill me. And he whips out this big giant knife, and she's like, oh my god, what are you doing? And he just slices the deer's throat, so the blood just splurts all over them. Well, she takes off running through the woods, and he's like chasing after her. Like, he doesn't want to kill her. He just is like, he's worried about her, you know. But he's it's... covered in blood and has a big giant knife. Yes. Talking to animals. Well, of course, in total Jason fashion, fashion, she trips and falls. And he comes down to make sure she's okay. Not realizing he still has this big knife in her hand. Or in his hand. So he stabs her in the stomach. Ends up killing her. And then he kind of just freaks out. And like, he ends up. Taking her back to her how his house and dismembering him and keeping her head. <laughs> this her is head. Michael all over. Pronouns. So, uh. <laughs> the head starts talking to him, and she's like, "I really need a friend." So next thing you know, he ends up sleeping with her friend, and her friend comes over to surprise him and sees that. He sees his apartment of this nice, clean apartment where everything looks really nice. And she comes into it and sees that there's blood everywhere. And he has these million things of Tupperware filled with little bloody whatever. While he ends up killing her, chops her head off. So now they have a friend. Then her friend comes to check on her, kills her. There's three people. Anyway, it goes on and on like this for a little while, yeah. and then they try to find him the whole time. It ends in a very strange way of – it's just a complete off-the-rocker movie. in a strange way. But it's called Voices. Now – And he the, does the voice of the dog and cat too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You find out like – in the beginning, you see the the animals talking and everyone talking, and then as it progresses, you see the reality – of him actually doing the voices. Um, I watched the first few minutes of that one time and never got around to finishing it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I just I had to finish it. I wanted to see because it was so weird. I wanted to see where this was going to end. Has anyone much like this podcast? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Has anyone checked out Big Mouth? Um, not yet. And that's yeah. Nick Kroll. Yeah, it's. A show I did not want to like, but I found it very hilarious. I very crude adult. Oh, it's total humor like, in a cartoon. Unfortunately, it's drawn like it should be a Nickelodeon cartoon, mm-hmm. and that means poorly. That what worries <laughs> me that there's going to be the parents that shows like puts this on their kids. In your room. <laughs> and, That's a little inside joke there. <laughs> But my son, my son Jordan was ever. I, I think that should become a new thing on the podcast. Yeah. We can warn people. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're let's just set it up. So anytime Michael's about to describe a movie, we'll say, "Carly, stay in your room." <laughs> right. 
<laughs> about to get weird. Wild Big Mouth is right up there on the weird factor. It's basically about kids when they start going through puberty and they have all these hormone raging and them like the the first episode has become to, binge readers. Yeah, first first episode has to deal with the the two buddies. Like one ends up seeing another guy's penis and he starts acting weird because he hasn't gone through puberty. And then the next episode, the girl is going weeks. through. Um, she gets her period and. And they have these like uh, hormone monsters that come out and like act as their hormones, and it's very, it's very crude humor. Mm-hmm. But I will say I binge raced it while I was working on stuff, and I laughed my butt off repeatedly. Hmm. <laughs> All right, nobody's still listening. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's at. gotta be it. Hour, hour and a half, half. Yeah. 23 minutes. That, that should do it. We can save everything else. Is there any else. other notes need to go over? I just want to mention this weekend is Halloween Comic Fest, if this gets on Ooh, I didn't know that was a thing. What is, well, has that been it's a thing? It's been around for about four yeah, or five years now. Trying four or five been. <laughs> I remember talking about it last year on the podcast. Oh, I know. Trying to kind of a compliment to free comic book day, which is always in the spring. Now in the fall, every Halloween there's a thing, comic shops, your local comic shop will be giving away free comics, and there's a special, it's called the Greatest Costume Contest Ever, and if you upload a photo of yourself in a costume holding one of this year's comics, like a hostage holding today's newspaper, you have to prove it's not a, it's a brand new costume. Uh, there's gonna be some online voting and then some random winners, they're giving away shopping sprees at your local comic shop, so you can win, uh, Free swag from your favorite comic book store and celebrate the holidays any anywhere participating in the area. Downtown Marietta, if you're local, is having downtown trick or treat from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday the 28th. They're going to have a lot of the stores are going to have candy and games and all kind of fun stuff. So bring the kids downtown and you'll get some free stuff before you go trick or treating for real later that night. How many different comics are there? Uh, it's a little different from Free Comic Day, where Free Comic Day, every store has ten different gold sponsors, and there's other ones. Mm. This one, you just order whatever you want, and I don't order any of the mature, because they do some horror comics, so oh, yeah. I keep everything kid-friendly. Uh, this year, there's a uh, a Batman and the Monster Men, the first chapter of that graphic novel. Uh, there's DC Superhero Girls from DC. Marvel has the first issue of Runaways, if you want to... Check that out before the now, TV show the comes out. the issue of the old Runaways or the new Yeah, the, uh, the old one. Okay. And then a, a reprint of a famous uh, Walt Simonson Thor issue before the movie comes out. Uh, there's, uh, you know, Pokemon and Star Wars and, you know, all kind of different uh, kid-friendly titles will be held. Cool. Well, that's pretty neat. And since you brought up comics, there's some comic controversy going on with Rob Linefield. And, <laughs> and Diamond not a Rhinefield. <laughs> you guys, like, you make fun of me, and I try to, like, say it the correct way. You were not trying to say it the correct way. What is it? Rob Linefield. He... <laughs> nope, go on. Anyway, whatever. Screw I'm you just... guys. <laughs> Which comic? He, well, it's between him and Diamond Distributors. They lost a thousand issues that were supposed to be shipped to him. And he's like making it known and they're having a little war about it because everyone has talked about how 
poorly Diamond treats their customers and because they have a monopoly on everything. Yeah. And he's kind of like trying to bring it out to the forefront and he's one that is full of hot air that he will keep the fire stoked for a while. So he ordered a thousand. Helmets. I feel like it was like a variant or something. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not, I don't know what book it was, oh. but do you know any details about it? Yeah, I'm guessing it's some special limited edition thing that he just did the art for. Well, he has a store and it seems like he sells a lot of the variants that he does through his store. Now what's he accomplishing? What's he doing? He's just trying to bring to light of, of how Diamond needs to change their practices because He's like, he, yeah, there was a shipping problem and he said, well, ship it to me here. Can I come pick it up? And they said, well, no, it's been shipped. And they told him two different things. And like the stuff us retailers go through all the time. Right, but yeah. now it's happened to a celebrity who's putting it all on Facebook oh, yeah, and yeah. letting people argue. Because how dare it happen to a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> and at this point, he just wants a refund and they won't do that, of course. So hmm. huh. check out Bleeding Cool. They have all the. I don't. <laughs> I used Third. to read Bleeding Cool. I can't waste my time reading fake articles. That's all I got. Okay. Well, if you want to support the podcast, uh, after an hour and a half, you can (laughs) feel free to... Look how much content we give you. I know. I literally have like a million more things we could talk about. (laughs) I do too. I got more notes. Yeah, well, well, that'll be next week. But think about it. Like, that's like an hour podcast and a half hour bonus Riverdale episode. Right. It's basically two episodes you're getting for the price of one. If you're not watching Riverdale. And the price of one is zero. Yeah. (laughs) If you're not watching Riverdale, you're crazy. So uh, visit our Facebook page, and you'll you can find a couple T-shirt links um, where uh, we are selling some of our merch. If you want to support and let everybody know you're a Jesse or uh, you you're just down with KPP, click on those uh, or get a tattoo. To the top or or what? Or get a tattoo. Or get a tattoo. <laughs> um, Michael's face right on your arm. And that would be awesome. First person to get Michael's face on their arm gets a free magnet. Shout out! <laughs> I was gonna say Halloween best issue. I'll show up at your house in a speedo. Now nobody's gonna do People, it. Somebody's halfway through a tattoo getting it removed. And then you can you can find us, of course, on our website www.youdownwithkpp.com. On Twitter at the Kapow Podcast. Anything else? And you really should follow the Facebook page. We share, we don't, that's we don't spam a lot of stuff, yes. but we share some fun right. stuff. And that's where a lot of these inside jokes come from, is things we post on Facebook. And yes. we, we'd love to get a little more feedback and hear what you have to say so about it. If you're feeling show. left out, check that out. Also, our patron button, you can click on that if you want to throw a little bit our way, um, just to support the podcast. Get it out of Michael's house. Get it out of Michael's house, please. Yeah, we're looking to buy a new facility. <laughs> These are our Those humble are beginnings. We gotta get out of the birthday room. <laughs> no one has brought up Cliff socks. What about my socks? Yeah, we're some rocking. We're all so we're not in a homely atmosphere in Michael's house. We're on a tight room with 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 our stinky socks on. All our shoes are up. We're sitting in each Speak other's for your laps. Socks. <laughs> <laughs> so yes help us donate get us into some nicer digs as always i'm the most illustrious michael k easton hashtags i don't have any i like you you got them all hashtag splidge <laughs> like a splidge of deathstroke hashtag pop secret hashtag high bun betty 
<laughs> or hashtag Senior Archie. <laughs> oh, it's got to be Senior Archie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Senior Archie. <laughs> Science out there, Senior. I already did. Senior Reinald Leinfeld. <laughs> Leinfeld. <laughs> When we get famous and have to use like alternate names when we sign into hotel rooms, I'm using. <laughs> I'm senior Reinald Leinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> Michael is not laughing. <laughs> As always. I'm the illustrious Michael K. Easton, and I keep you laughing. My number is Giordano Lou. Okay, Papa. Oh, who needs to jingle jangle when you got this podcast? I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm the Columpster. Goodbye forever. <laughs> Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. Ding, ding, ding! Michael moment. Senor Archie. Rob Linefield. Here he comes, here comes Findracer, he's a demon online. He's a demon and he's gonna be streaming something tonight. He's off and flying as he streams a show all night and day. He's jamming down the pedal like he's in a TV race with people. Go, Bindracer. Go, Bindracer. Go Don't Bindracer. steal my thunder! Oh, we're too far, too close. <laughs> Adventure's waiting on that screen. Go Bendracer! Go Bendracer! Go Bendracer! Go Bendracer! Go! Go Bendracer! Go!